Hello and welcome to therapy. So this is one of the on TV episodes where I talk about just something on that I'm watching or what have you and tie it into mental health. And I wanted to talk about Megan McCain. She is uh, Senator John McCain's daughter and she is one of the co-hosts on the TV show, TV talk show, The View. And full, disclo- full disclosure, I, I actually watch The View pretty often. And when I say watch, I mean via TV clips on YouTube. Um, I even listen to people who do commentary on it, which I'm jealous. I would I might start doing that myself. So this is actually something, it's a guilty pleasure of mine that I am very fond of and I watch several times a week. And with that being said, Megan McCain has really um, stood out to me from, from the beginning. Um, ever since she got there, she is presented as this conservative voice in a sea of uh, liberal voices on the show, or or should I say non-conservative voices on the show. Um, and as of late, she's had rather very unique behavior. That's the way I'll put it. Very unique behavior. And... Um, emotional outbursts she's uh said various things uh kind of some backhanded comments and some slick remarks to her fellow co-host and it's been it's been headline making for sure she said some really really controversial controversial things and the reason i bring this up I'm not here to say I know her personally and I know her personality, but I bring this up from a mental health perspective um, because there are certain things about her behavior that I I almost, um, I see something there from a mental illness perspective. One of the things being, and, and as I've said a million times before, I am not... Um, a medical doctor. I'm not in the business of diagnosing people. This is just my personal opinion. But there's been several episodes where if someone contests her position without even without further ado, she's already screaming and defensive and there's almost this feeling that she doesn't want she doesn't want someone to get the best of her in a public setting so she almost feels like she has to over defend and over uh, compensate in order to be heard and i know that feeling and i think i hate to sound like a megan mccain sympathizer because some of a lot of what she does and says um, 
there's no excuse for, but I, I know how that feels. I know how it feels to, to be silenced almost. Um, I know how that feels to, um, have in my case, I'll say this for so for people to perceive, to just perceive, not even know, but to perceive you as having a different opinion. In Megan McCain's case, um, in Megan McCain's case, it's like, yeah, she's she shares her position, um, and there are people who don't like her position, but still. Something is just off about her reaction sometimes. Not even sometimes. A lot of times. It is very over the top. And I don't know what that is. I don't know her personally. Um, But it comes from a place of pain. That's what I do know. When you don't feel... For her to get so defensive so quickly... It comes from a, a place of, of pain. I know that feeling. I know what it feels to be ignored, to not feel valued. And it seems like the only time people are at attention, the only time people listen to to me is when I finally burst, when I finally boil over. That's when it's like, oh, That's when it's like, oh, wow. And it shouldn't have to be that way. And what happens is it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, especially in Meghan McCain's case. The more she yells and uh, and the erratic behavior, the more time she gets to speak, the more... um, animated she becomes and it simply recycles itself every single day and she has her good days and she has um those days where she is simply just off the rails off the rails and a lot of it in my case I'll I'll speak for myself a lot of my frustration um in those moments is the fact that it is usually in a public uh setting and i'll give you an example so if someone were to if i were having a one-on-one personal conversation with someone and they were to say something i i would take it totally different than if they said something foul in front of others, my reaction would be different. I I would likely be more defensive in front of other people because I don't want to. Um, I don't want to be seen as weak or seen as being taken advantage of, and so I might be more likely. I think in my case, I would be more likely to. Um, 
to react. I, I would just say that in, in my case. And I get the impression from Megan that she's the same way. You know, if they have a Monday morning meeting and someone says something she doesn't really care for, I have a hard time believing that she's yelling and screaming. Maybe she is. Maybe she is. That would be the second book. Um, what was the first book? Ladies Who Lunch or Ladies Who Punch. Um, maybe they'll have a second book out. I, I don't see that being the case. She might argue over what topics they want to discuss, but um, but I think it's more of being in the public, having an audience in there, having the cameras on you, and someone does something that's belittling or someone does something that's condescending. You almost feel compelled to def defend yourself um, to avoid feeling embarrassed, even though that's how you truly feel. And so I don't know what's up with her. Of Obviously, of course, her, her father, Senator McCain, um, passed away several months ago. And um, that has to have had an impact on her day to day. She seems like someone who was very close um, to her dad. And that has to that has to be something. There has to be something there. Um, and so I hope, I hope, I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to take, take this chance and say, I think she'll eventually disclose. I think we'll find out at some point what the issue is or, um, I, as I'm saying that, I actually I'm thinking about my own situation. It it maybe may have nothing to do per se with mental illness, but there could be some just some conflict at work, something that's just not going well, um, something that's just not going well, um, and. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about my own situation. It could it could just be that and it could easily flow into a larger problem and and turn into depression or anxiety if left the same. But it could just be it could just be that she's the only one on the show that she feels is voicing a certain kind of opinion and that is isolating. I know I know what that feels like. So I will definitely, um, like I said, it's, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, maybe you could care less. I don't always ag agree with, with, uh, anybody. <laughs> I don't agree with anybody on the panel most of the time, but I like, um, I'm always, I'm a very curious person. I like learning about other perspectives that keeps me out of my own um, issues. And so even if I, I watch all from all different spectrums and sides of, of life, even when it's things that I literally detest, I'll still watch because I want to, it's almost as if I say to myself, oh, so this is what other people are thinking. 
So, you know, okay, the view you have, you know, most of these older, it's safe to say their, their demographic is, you know, older women, preferably. So this is what, this is what they're thinking. It kind of, that's the way I take it, although that's not exactly true. Um, but I'll definitely talk about it more since it is something that um, I watch pretty often. And I hope whatever is going on with Megan, maybe it's marital issues, maybe it's um, work conflict, whatever it is, I, um, I, I hope... I hope something is, is, I hope it's, un, I hope it's addressed and it doesn't go further than it has to. So that is all I will say. As always, thank you for listening.